every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Divas radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective. Okay, Jonathan. Uh, it's Jonathan here, yes. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. It was sort of short notice, and I'm so glad your PR person reached out today because I, you know, I, I'd forgotten you were only in the country for a limited amount of time. Um, and I'm very I, happy to, to catch you. You're, you're slightly faint in my in my um, mobile at the moment. I apologize. I, Is that a little better? That's much better. Thank you. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so I just want to reiterate that Jonathan Port is the founder and director of the Forum for the Future, which is a UK-based organization, and he's the author of The World We Made, which is an amazing and fascinating book, and I'm really interested to hear how this book concept came about. Yes. Well, I've done a lot of books in my life, and they've mostly kind of started out in the year that I was writing them. And then things tend to get a bit gloomy, and then they get gloomier, and then they get really depressing. Uh, and then you suddenly think, oh, my God, I better cheer people up now. And I thought, let's try and do this very differently. Let's start from a really good place in 2050, a world that we would all love to live in and aspire to live in, and then tell the story, as it were, from how we got from where we are today to that good place in 2050. You, you drew on your background, correct? You're a, a, a university professor? I've been involved in academia for a long time. I'm actually chancellor of a, of a, of a university in the UK called Keele University and um, take a strong interest in how well our universities are doing on sustainability issues. And how, how are they doing? <laughs> Not as well as they should. I didn't Although think so. I have to say that before coming here to New York, I did a book launch in um, Georgia, in, in Atlanta, and was hosted there by Georgia Tech. And that is doing an amazing amount of stuff on sustainability. So there are outstanding examples. And I think all the rest need to lift their game to match that of Georgia Tech. Okay, good. All right, so they're the trailblazer. But Megan touched on the book and the concept. And even you said that it, it's based in 2050, looking back to 2020. How did this come to your mind to write it this way? And how do you, when you imagine it, how do you make it convincible? Because convincing? many of the things... Yes, convincing. I, Sorry, yeah, I, mis I misspoke. <laughs> How do you become I, convincible? No, convincing. Wow, <laughs> what the heck is wrong with, with me? Let's stick with convincing. Okay, uh, that's, better. That's exactly the adjective I would like to have used for the book. And I did not want this to be a work of science fiction. I really wasn't interested in that. So by pitching it in 2050, it's not too far away. It's only sort of 30-odd years away. And every single thing in the book that I talk about, whether we're talking about energy or farming or healthcare or education or waste management, whatever it might be, everything already exists in one form or another today. And what I did was to take that little emerging idea, some brilliant new technology that is just being developed, and then grow it, develop it, pitch it out there at a big scale for 2050. And that way you've got a very realistic hook back into real life today in 2013. Well, can you tell us a little bit, and I, I really like that. I'd like that, I also like that you are trying to be solutions-based and positive and not doom and gloom, which is so important. But tell us a little bit, because we don't have a lot of time, about um, the Forum for the Future and what that is about. 
The forum, we set the forum up in 1996, and the whole purpose of the forum is to work with other organizations, um, for-profit organizations, government bodies, municipalities, uh, big philanthropic foundations and trusts, and to work with them to accelerate their own journey towards a more sustainable world. And that's both the environmental stuff and the um, social and economic stuff, which is just as important. And we set up the office here in the U.S., in New York, uh, just four years ago, uh, and it's been fantastic. It's grown and grown, and we're now, I'm happy to say, having a really good relationship with lots of leading companies in the U.S., which is a very exciting part of the forum's work now. Well, and how can people find out more? Can you tell us what the, the address is online? Uh, yes, it's www.forumforthefuture, so that's Forum for the Future all joined up, uh, .org. Do you think, uh, Jonathan, that given what your imagination has put on these pages, that we're going to actually be able to do some of these things? Are we? Oh, yes, you were talking about doom and gloom, and we feel like we're heading that way. Megan's going to make fun of me no, in no, just a no, minute. No, you no, are. I just so much want to know if we're going to have jetpacks, <laughs> and are they really going to be bad? Oh, my word. That's all she's been talking about for, <laughs> since we got I here. I want a jetpack. <laughs> Listen, we're going to make this. We're going to do this. And the one reason why we're going to do this is because of the genius of our species. The human species, for, for all that we make unbelievably stupid mistakes. Oh, boy, are you are right. Smart. We're pretty smart. Yeah. And when we know what the nature of the challenge is, which is basically to make really good lives for 9 billion people by 2050 without messing up the planet anymore, we will be able to do that. And in a way, the book is a celebration of brilliant innovators, entrepreneurs, engineers, uh, architects, all of those people who actually know how to get things done. All I can do is write yet more words. The people who are really going to make this happen are those who deliver it on the ground, and it's them that I'm really celebrating. You know, Jonathan, and it's a great book for that very reason, because Meg and I and Gina, Green Diva Gina, we, we sit here and we often say, you know, knowledge is power, and, and we want to sometimes just run and hide because <laughs> of things that we cannot control um, in our world that we see that might lead to well, doom and gloom. so overwhelming. They're yeah. overwhelming. They're overwhelming, and we try to keep it stress-free here, but sometimes yeah. you just, you know, you, you become overwhelmed because, uh, I mean, we have children. Well, Gina does not yet, but we keep thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, the, the carbon footprint we leave today is going to affect their children in 100 years. Yeah, absolutely, and I think about that all the time. We have two daughters, and they're 23 and 21, and they were my in, my mind, in my mind every single step of the book. And for me, it's so important to get the balance right between the kind of optimism that comes through understanding the power of technology and what good people can do to make good things happen, but being very realistic about it. And I absolutely, I, I genuinely, I'm not just saying this now because you, I feel you two need to hear it, but I am genuinely persuaded that if we do the right things over the next 10 to 15 years, this future is absolutely available to us. That's yeah. really what the book's about. I uh, agree. And as a, now I'm a yaya, which is like I'm a very young grandmother, but I'm a yaya. So I, it, I take it. <laughs> it's She's like, got two, Jonathan. It's like a whole right, new thing. It's okay. Jonathan, will you promise that next time you're in New York, you will come to the studio for us and do a whole hour because there's so much to talk about in what you're doing. And I really would like to spend more time with you. I'd really love to. That would be a fantastic opportunity. I've heard about your program, so it would be a treat for me, I can tell you. Oh, great. We'll buy you dinner. All right. Well, <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got it on uh, tape now, so next yeah. time. 
You know what? I don't think we could have found a, a better standard bearer for the positive of what the future holds. Yeah. I mean, you're, it's inspiring, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, doke. Bye-bye. Bye. Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.